if I'm holding space for you, Brayden, you'd be telling me something about your life and I wouldn't try to insert myself or try to alter or manipulate the outcome in any way. You want to kick us off, Brayden? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of... What is our podcast called? Clough Chronicles. Of the Clough Chronicles. It's been a month since Almost we've released... forgot the name of the podcast. I was going to say Ambitious. Welcome to another episode of Ambitious. <laughs> Freak, dude. Something is happening yeah. with my voice. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Maybe it's good, though, because now people can, uh, can tell the difference. Mm. Maybe you know. you're getting sick. <clears throat> Maybe, but I wasn't feeling this way this morning. I also haven't really talked much. No, I talked to Kaylin for like a long time. I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> she made me cry. Oh, Kaylin. Always making you cry. Just kidding. She didn't make me cry. I just cried because of the subject matter. Yeah. You sure you'd be good to do in a podcast right now? You're yeah, good? dude. If I cry, I'm <laughs> feeling very emotionally vulnerable lately. No. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll talk about something very superficial and fun. There you go. Like your camping trip with Emily. Yes, let's do that. Okay. That sounds good. What do you want to know about it? <laughs> I want to know <clears throat> what it was like to go backpacking with your girlfriend of officially one year. One year as of yesterday. Congratulations. Yay. Insert clapping sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that like going backpacking? How long was the trip? Where'd you go? Uh, it was... Things. So it was supposed to be a two-night backpacking trip. We were going to go up to the Shasta Trinity Alps mm-hmm. to a place called Canyon Creek Trail. But um, we were driving out there. It's about three hours away, and we it's a beautiful drive. We just, It's in Northern California, so we just like went on the freeway, got off the freeway. Then it's just like out in the boonies forever through the woods on these windy roads. Nice. And then once you get to the turn off to go to the trailhead there's like a super small kind of one lane road that goes up so we're driving up there and then we see um some smoke in the sky and we're like oh i wonder if there's a fire but as we get up closer (laughs) we like went on top of this ridge and looked over and we could just see flames in like a couple of different spots Mm -hmm. and so we're like oh no well let's just drive to the trailhead and see like if it's closed or if that's actually in the same area because we never or i'd never been there she had been there before Mm -hmm. so as we keep going there's probably like five or six fire trucks going the opposite way as us on that road. So I had to pull over because it's like small one lane road. Yeah. Had to pull over and then they drive past. And as they're driving past, they're like, roads closed. They're like, trailheads closed as they're going past. Yeah. So um, that kind of was a bummer. Um, And the last fireman actually stopped and kind of explained what was going on. He was like, yeah, there was like a lightning storm and the fire's been going for two days and the trail had to be closed in the morning. And our plan was to camp down there at the trailhead because it was getting pretty late at night. So we're going to camp there and then hike up in the morning. Oh, shoot. So we couldn't do that. So we were looking for some other trails in that area, but we didn't have any service and we didn't have a map with us. (laughs) And so we ended up just driving all the way back home, the three hours back home. Really? Yeah, all the way back. (laughs) So six hour drive. It was really pretty, but um, it was just not as planned. So when we got home, we were just like, okay, well, what the heck are we going to do? Like, we both have the next two days off because we were planning this trip. Right. And so we just decided to do something around here. There's so many awesome trails so close by. Mm-hmm. So, and we were already all packed, so it was super nice. We just slept at the house and then woke up and um, 
did a little bit of research on where we wanted to go, but we ended up just doing a little section of the PCT trail. So we cool. drove up to Mount Ashland and uh, just parked on the backside of Mount Ashland and the PCT was like right there. So we just parked, got our backpacks on and just started hiking um, and went for, we were trying to find a just a good camping spot. We probably got on the trail probably around like 11 or so. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of looking for a good spot to camp. It's kind of like the whole goal is just like find a beautiful place with a good view. Um, yeah, so at cool. about six or seven miles in, I think it was like just over six and a half miles, uh-huh. we found this just like perfect spot right on the bend of the trail. And there was a view of Shasta. You could see just like all these beautiful mountains out in the distance. And it was Dude. really pretty. And a bunch of little Man, manzanita I didn't trees. I know that you came all the way back. Yeah, we had to drive all Crazy. the way back. Um, but it was really fun. Like the whole packing process and everything was really cool. I'm um, doing it with Emily because she's really, really organized and likes to just like you know, make the best out of what she has. And so mm-hmm. like we went uh, food shopping together beforehand and got a bunch of dried food. And um, the night before we had just kind of laid everything out in the living room and had our backpacks out <laughs> and then just like put all the food in Ziploc bags and got all organized That's and cool, packed it man. all in there. And I like that. Um, yeah, it was so good. Cool. She just got a new backpack that she really loves. She loves that thing. It's a Osprey bag. It's really nice. Dude. Um, so yeah, we camped up there with a the view and then it rained all night long which i was a little bit nervous about it was the first time using the new tent that we got yeah because she didn't have a tent and i just have my bachelor tent is yeah, what i call it <laughs> tent. super tiny little one man that you couldn't cram another person into it's so tiny mm-hmm. so we went to rei a couple of days before that got a new tent it's a little two two or three person tent i think it's a two person tent how'd it hold up it was perfect it did so good sweet yeah it was a marmot tent um shout out to marmot yeah they did great it was <laughs> awesome we just set it up it wasn't Not even sponsored. like a perfect spot either. It was kind of on a slope a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was worried. I was thinking that water might oh. just like run down and into the yeah. tent, but it held up really good. And then nice. the next morning was super pretty. It was really sunny. So we just laid out all the stuff out on the trees and then the sun dried everything out and we just packed it all up and then hiked back. But it was a nice little one nighting so cool. backpacking trip. I love that, dude. Yeah. Just like going with your girl. Yeah, but now we got the bug and we just want more. We just want more right. backpacking trips. Yeah. So we might do another one in uh, December. We're thinking maybe going on the Oregon Coast Trail for her birthday. Oh, sweet. It's like a little, a little bigger than the one we did, probably like a, I don't know, half a week, like three, four nights or something. Mm-hmm. Just doing like a 50, 75 miler up there. Oh, that would be so fun, man. But yeah. Wish I could go. You should. Can I? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> always come on our things. Subtly invite myself. Bring your own tent, but yeah, we'd love to hike with you. <laughs> yeah, I've got a tent. I need to... Uh, actually, can I borrow your one-man tent? Because I've got like a yeah. three-man tent that I don't really want to yes. lug. You can... Yeah. That one man is super light, too. I think it weighs just under a pound or maybe just over a pound. I can't remember. <clears throat> Sweet. But it's a nice one. So you guys... Um, she's been gone for like 10 days she gets home tomorrow right yeah she gets home tomorrow she was um visiting her sister in bellingham before she starts school oh yeah um her or before both of them start school her little sister's going to um, university up there and she's going to her emily's going to sou so just before school started she decided she wanted to go see her so her mom flew in from hawaii and uh, met her up there and then Emily and her mom left her sister in Bellingham and went down to Southern California to visit some family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're just like hanging down there, relaxing. Nice, man. Yeah. I guess their family has a nice little cabin over there. So they're kind of just like 
in the woods down in California having a great time. <laughs> That's so cool. She's been reading a lot, just relaxing a lot before she, you know, gets back into the swing of school and work and all that. Right. Are you going to do anything for your one year, one year anniversary? I think, well, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out actually right now. Maybe you can help me. <laughs> well, we were talking a little bit a little bit about it before. Yeah, last night, remember I gave, was it last night that I gave you that idea? Or was I, it the night before? I think it was maybe the night before. Uh, no, I can't remember because we kind of hung out twice yesterday. It might have been earlier yesterday. Yeah. But yeah, what you were saying is just like getting flowers, right? Yeah, like flowers I, I was and, just thinking that oh, yeah, she's no, been gone for like 10 days and probably been eating out a lot. And she mm-hmm. probably is ready to just kind of be home and have a quiet night in. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this before you like surprise her. But No, I don't think she will. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking that you could have like a nice night in, like a quiet night in the house with her. Like get her some flowers that she likes and some chocolates. You said she, you said she loves, loves chocolate. Mm-hmm. Get her some nice yummy chocolates. And then maybe like some massage oil and some like that massage sugar, like the sugar scrubs. Oh, yeah. Give her like a nice massage and a sugar scrub. Maybe play some nice music, light some she candles. She would love some, that. Yeah, just like a peaceful night in, not eating out. Since she's probably been doing that a lot the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks with yeah. family as she's been traveling. So she probably... Maybe I can like cook her a nice dinner too. Yeah, dude, with that new wok that you just bought. Oh, yeah. Make her a nice stir fry. Yeah. There it is. Wok, W-O-K. She loves stir fry. It's so nice. She's so easy to please when it comes to food. Like she just loves, as long as there's like greens in there and veggies, she's yeah. down. She's not picky at all. Nice. It's great. What a great woman. Here's some like rice and zucchini. Some, yeah. Spinach. I would do it. All the goods. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll get the house all night. I started to clean the house, but I kind of got it messy when she was gone. I cleaned it right after she left mm-hmm. and it was awesome. And then because she wasn't here, I was like starting to get sloppy. <laughs> like my clothes are everywhere. And uh, yeah. I'd probably need to clean the shower too. Yeah. In the kitchen, I left a lot of dishes out, but now it's looking good. Did you, have you been watering the plants? I have been watering the plants. Yeah. You have a lot of plants in here, dude. I know. It's like a full-time job. Dude, you know, you can it's get like crazy. a, you can hire um, like maids to water my plants yeah dude nah, i'm good i don't have that kind of money get well, hiring maids well you and emily are both really busy yeah you can just hire a maid like come once a month 60 bucks pay 60 bucks come once a month uh, the plants need to be watered once a week though well i know but like you you have them do like the deep cleaning like they clean your stove and your oh yeah oven and your you know they dust everything get your light fixtures and mm-hmm. the top of your doorways and stuff they just deep clean and it may might be charge less since it's such a small place yeah and then they do all the deep cleaning and then you just maintain and you can water your own plants that's not too hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah dude yeah it's just hard when like the plants are so different like they all need different watering treatments really (laughs) you know yeah like i don't know like this one over here the one that's like kind of snaking up the wall Uh that one you just put water in it and it's easy but like you couldn't do that too I mean, like Emily's orchids and the plant I have hanging in the bedroom. Oh. I have to take that out and like set it in the sink and let it run underwater for a while. Oh. Because if I just let that one that was hanging, if I just watered it, it would just drip water onto the floor. So oh, I have to right. like take it out, put it in the sink, water it. Oh. But the orchids, um, Emily was actually just telling me how to water them because I noticed that they're looking kind of sad. And I was like, should I be watering these? Um, <laughs> Dang, and she, man, so she told me how, but so you have picky. to like run them under running water for like two to three minutes out of their pot. 
and then let them drain out and then put them back in the pot. So it's like, why there's more they, to it than just like giving them water. Gosh, you know? such high maintenance plants, dude. Why can't they just live in a house <laughs> without water? Without water or sunlight. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then that one over here behind you in the um, basket. Uh-huh. That one has a pot inside of there. Yeah. So I have to water the plant and then I can't take the plant out to dump out the reservoir on the bottom. So I have to get like a turkey baster and like suck the water out oh of the bottom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Wow, dude. I would just like, I would just like take a spray bottle and just spray them. Like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Live I, for as long I as you can. I tried to do that for a while, but all my plants started dying. So I had to start <laughs> actually caring for them. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And just different plants, you know, need different attention and everything. But yeah, no, that uh, that backpacking trip with Emily was super fun. I can't wait to do more with her. She's a good backpacking buddy. And our trail conversations were really fun. And oh, yeah. We were singing some stupid songs and playing like 20 <laughs> questions. And That's cool. Yeah. You guys have a good relationship. Oh, thanks. I like to think so. Yeah. it's a It's a fun one. It took her like probably like a half an hour and 20 questions to guess a pine cone i thought it was pretty funny because like they were everywhere all around us and as she's talking and guessing i'm like kicking pine cones trying to give her hints (laughs) she's like not getting it (laughs) what are some good like trail games to play because you what how far did you walk like 13 miles total yeah so seven or six and a half there like six and a half back um so 20 questions was a good trail game. 20 questions is really good. Yeah, we had fun with that one. And then we kind of just like, since we haven't done a lot of trail stuff before, where it's just us two being able to talk for hours and hours at a time, mm-hmm. we kind of got a lot into like our childhood and just like oh, cool. deep kind of stuff where she was telling me like details about her high school and like her track team and yeah, like the schedule of her school and everything. It was kind of cool just to know that stuff about her. That's not like nice. super important, but it's cool to hear her background and just like, just get to know her a little and bit her, better. Um, you know, how she interpreted all of those things that were going on was really interesting. Yeah. It kind of helps you get to know her, the in, in and outs of her working brain. Yeah. Details <laughs> of her life. I love that diving into her brain and just picking it apart with tweezers and it's like getting a magnifying glasses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting a degree in your in a person. Yeah, like, I have a I have a master's in Emily biology. <laughs> em- Emilyology. Emology. Em- <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice dude. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's fun. And she got to know I mean she was asking like really awesome questions too. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really fun, fun like hanging with people, getting to know them like deeper and deeper that's something that i've we talked about this last night like the something that i really like to do is is um and that i'm pretty good at is getting people to open up Mm -hmm. to me like emotionally yeah just feeling comfortable with you and yeah and so i i really like it and it's important to me when a person will open up and share like that's like my love language like yeah open up to me tell me more about who you are like cool. share your the in and outs of your brain share with me your pain share with me your yeah, happiness share vulnerability with... yeah like i really like it. i guess mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is cool that's a good gift to have yeah it's just like making people very comfortable and safe and yeah for sure i gotta be careful with that though <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you abuse it it could be terrible yeah but... i will say i've never abused it intentionally 
intentionally, but you have abused it. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. (laughs) Yes. Oops. Dang. Live and learn. Yeah. Like, yeah, just relationships can be hard. Like when you, when you open up so much to a human being, like with my marriage, you share your life with somebody, you get used to them just being around all the time. Mm-hmm. You understand the way they think and how they feel. And I was with Dam for eight years. And then well, we were married for eight years together yeah. for like nine. But yeah, like when you divorce, it freaking hurts. I can't even imagine, man. Yeah, you've been through a lot of breakups. Yeah. More than me. Yeah, but nothing of eight years, eight, nine years. Yeah, man, it kind of like ever since that, like my divorce, I've really been like shaken in my identity. Like, who am I now as, mm-hmm. an, as a single individual? Yeah. Like, I don't really know. We had a nice morning this morning, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, by yeah. yourself? Yeah, that was instigated by you. That was your idea. I'm so like, glad you did it. I was so stoked when you told me you actually went. Yeah, like I have noticed that I've been having a hard time just wanting to be alone because of mm-hmm. like sadness. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to be alone with your sad thoughts, at least me. But I've been trying to do it, and I feel like I've been doing pretty good. But then, you know, yesterday you're like, dude, you should just, like, go treat yourself to, like, a breakfast <laughs> in the morning. Like, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, I have nothing to do tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe I will. I'll just, like, go. So I just went. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning. I took a shower, brushed my yes. teeth. I woke up after everybody left the house. And then went to Brick Room and just sat at the bar by myself. Did you get the huevos rancheros? I ordered the huevos rancheros and a glass of orange juice. Oh, yeah. And I just like sat there. Sounds great. And I had like, you know, like mini chat with the bartender. Not really, you know, nothing really crazy. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, told her what I ordered. And then she made some funny comment about how she was cleaning a cup and then it just like broke in her hand. Oh, geez. And I said, wow, you must be pretty strong. Yeah. That was pretty much all we said to each other. And it was just nice. Like, I just sat there and ate my eggs and yeah. enjoyed my own company. And it was, like, really healing. Like, I felt a lot of sadness, a lot. And then after I was done, I paid and I gave a little tip. And then I went for a walk through Lithia because you also suggested yes. that, too. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And it's starting to be fall in there, too. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's getting really pretty. really pretty in there. And there wasn't many people in there because I, I went at 8.30 into Brick Room. And I was only there for like 25 minutes because I was just alone. <laughs> just ate and left. And there was nobody in there. <laughs> yeah. So I got my food really quick. And then, yeah, I just like went out at 9 o'clock and walked around Lithia Park for a little bit. and. Mm-hmm just kind of like stood on one of the bridges and just listened to the creek underneath me and looked at the trees and I listened to a little bit of music and just like walked around looked at some of the weird Ashland people doing like they're meditating Uh next to the duck pond like they're fighting they I don't know what it's called LARPing LARPing is that live action role playing yeah so funny well this yeah I love watching it it's pretty funny so I just um yeah after that I text Kaylin I was like hey Please let me come, come over. Come over. <laughs> uh, you know, I just want to take it in doses, just little bits yeah. of, of like healing and nostalgia and sadness in doses. Otherwise I get like, I kind of can spiral. Yeah. And instead of spiraling, I'd rather just take it in doses. And That's perfect though. You had like a little morning and then you went and saw family. Yeah. I just hung That's out awesome. with Kaylin and yeah. 
watched her change Grayson's diaper like twice. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that looks great. Yeah, we chatted. Fun. She made me a sandwich. Oh, cool. Drank a bubbly. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? PB&J. Oh, it's so good. It was yummy. Did she use that jam that mom made? I don't know. The apricot jam? Uh, I don't think so. Was it orange? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really even look at it. She scarfed it down. Just ate it. Yeah, we were chatting, so I didn't even look at it. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good morning, man. It was fun. I think it's necessary, like after a breakup or a divorce, to like spend some time alone. And that was something that I didn't really realize that I needed. Mm-hmm. You don't really realize the stuff that you need. Yeah. You, you kind of just try to live your life like the way you did when you were married. You're like, yeah, let's just like move on. Mm-hmm. start the next relationship but like it's just so different you got to adjust and make yeah changes. like i am not the same person that i was when i was married or when i was single before i got married yeah I'm a completely different person and now i am only a one person and i didn't really realize that i need to like figure that out who am i what kind of things do i want yeah well, that's cool though, and I think a lot of people means or think that that being by yourself just means like staying in the house and like not doing anything. Which for some people maybe that's great, but for me, it's like if I'm staying in the house and just sitting here and like cleaning or not doing anything, then it's just like eh, I feel like that's not quality alone time. That's just like still kind of busy. Yeah. But when I go out and I'm like in public or like going on a walk or doing something, yeah, like, outside that I would I? usually do with somebody else, but just by myself, like taking myself out. Yeah that's when I get to like, you know, learn some things about myself and just get more in touch with. And I've never really had that opportunity, man. I got married really young. And so now I'm like, who is Ammon? Like, what kind of things do I like? Who am I in society? What am I like in public? Mm -hmm. What am I like in relationships? Yeah. What am I like, you know, what am I like with (laughs) with family? So it's been a a hard journey to take. Yeah. It's honestly not very fun. Yeah. Like I, I mean, not to say that I, I don't like myself, but I'm just waiting for the chance to where it's like, cool, I'm happy. <laughs> like I'm a there. Lot, a lot of sadness. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, I just still feel a little lost. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Wish I could find my way sooner. It'd be so nice if there was just a checkpoint when it was like, okay, you're happy. <laughs> yeah. And you can see how close it is. You know exactly what you need to do to get there. And you're like, okay, there's happiness. Just got to do these things and get there. Right. I feel like that's like never how it works out. There's moments of happiness for sure. I mm-hmm. just wish it was like the other way around. It was like it's mostly happy and moments of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of the opposite for me right now. Like, you know, a lot of sadness and then you're just like stoked for a little bit. Yeah. Like there, I don't know. Like last night we had a good time. Yeah. It was really fun. Was fun. And then hanging with Kaylin, like I find a lot of joy when I go to the gym, mm-hmm. when I work and I feel like distracted kind of and i like my work and so that i feel happy then um but yeah i think there's just i need some more me time to be alone and to kind of explore who i am and yeah Yeah. i i sometimes feel like i i do get to a place of happiness like cool like i'm happy and it's like going really well for like a while like maybe a month or two Mm -hmm. and then life will give me another decision or like another situation where like, Hey, I mean, you got to make a decision now one way or another for, to move forward in this, Mm -hmm. in this day. Like, well, how about not? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I just don't do that. 
and keep having a good time. Yeah. Can I just have like a break from life and not <laughs> make these decisions and just continue on in my <laughs> yeah. joyful trajectory that I am on right now? Why does it have to change? <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, that's so true. That's what I've been feeling lately. Like ever since the mm. divorce, I've just been like, I'll stand, I keep my feet under me, but then life like punches me in the face and then I, I get back up and I keep moving and I, and I find myself and I get happy again and then I get hit again with some kind of sadness or, or decision I got to make or a movement or a growth, I guess, if you want to call it, whatever it is. It's been like a lot of growth and, you know, healing and whatever, but man, it's so damn hard. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, it is. I, I feel like there's like something profound that I'm supposed to say to you right now that'll fix all your problems, <laughs> but I just don't know what it is. <laughs> it's okay, dude. It's all right. But yeah, just perspective, you know. Yeah, for sure. It helps me. One thing that I've been valuing, though, this is something that I've been learning and valuing. Uh, it's a it's a concept called holding space. Maybe you've heard of it. Hmm. I don't know. Holding space. Yeah, holding like a book. space. It's not a book. It's a it's a thing that you do for another human being. Um, a lot of like therapists will do it, um, or life coaches, or just good friends. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's basically you don't like if if I'm holding space for you, Brayden, you'd be telling me something about your life, and I wouldn't try to insert myself or try to alter or manipulate the outcome in any way. I wouldn't try to change or shape anything about your decision or the outcome of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. I just hold space. I listen. I cry with you. I like give you thoughts or feedback and I give you prompts, like ask you questions, mm -hmm. but I don't try to change you or try to tell you what to do at all. And it's something that's really actually hard to do. Yeah, to just that's awesome though. Like a lot of people need that so much. Yeah, I do too, and mm -hmm. that's what I really need. I need for people to not judge me, not mm -hmm. try to tell me what to do, not give me like advice. Yeah, I just want people to hold space and just listen and not try to change the outcome, not try to analyze me. I w I want to be understood and heard, mm -hmm. but just not changed or manipulated. And I want to be just I want to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And I think that's important. You got to figure out on your own, you know? Yeah. Or else it's not, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to last very long. It's not going to be consistent if it's not your decision. Yeah. Then I feel like it just kind of always, you know, keeps changing mm -hmm. until you find what you're looking for, what you're looking for, you know? Exactly. And so when you hold space for somebody, that's like just being a good unconditional friend. Like mm -hmm. I will love you. I'll be here for you no matter what you choose. Like if you choose to do that thing or this thing, I, it doesn't matter. I'll be there for you. I support yeah. you either way. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, people out there, <laughs> hold your damn space. Hold some damn space for your people. <laughs> yeah, just all the things that I post on, like my life's kind of public. And so whenever I post stuff, people are always like giving me their opinion, giving me their advice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes like, it, I'm good. Sometimes I'm it, it is good advice and it's helpful. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it isn't. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my two cents for this podcast episode. Hold space. Those are those are good cents. <laughs> if I had to make if I had to donate two cents, probably be the same ones. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, ultimately it, what it comes down to is I need to just embrace myself for who I am and love myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I recognize I have weaknesses and shortcomings and character flaws, (laughs) but I can like embrace myself for who I am. Mm -hmm. And it helps me to, to be able to embrace myself when I see other people embracing me too. Although like one thing I think I need to work on is I don't need validation. I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm cool to know that I'm cool or to know that I'm a good dude. <laughs> yeah. You know I think I mean? you're cool anyways. Thanks. But like okay. part of my, part of my insecurities is just that I, I seek so much validation mm-hmm. and that I like, did I make the right choice or you know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Like I, I made a choice and I can live with it. And, uh, that's like with everything in life, you know, instead of always seeking validation from people that your choice is good, like just be cool with your choices. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no good or bad. There just is. Is that Yoda? <laughs> Gandhi? I don't know. <laughs> One of those profound <laughs> I know. Jedi masters. Gandhi, Wait, was Gandhi? Jedi master. <laughs> he probably was a Jedi master. He was everything. Dude, I love um, Emily's color coordination of her, of the bookshelf over there. Doesn't it look great? It's like a rainbow, but on a bookshelf. Yeah, I love that. It's so satisfying. I like how she put the black in the bottom and like the bright colors out on the edges and the neutral in the middle. I like you that too. That? Yeah. Yeah. She's got an eye for that stuff. She's good. I like how she came good home flow. with a book and you're like, what book did you get? You're like, an orange, orange one. <laughs> it's an orange one. I'm like, oh, it'll fill that perfect gap don't in our even, orange book slot. Don't even care what book it is. Just it's orange. <laughs> she actually just sent me a picture. I think today actually. And she's like three quarters of the way done with that book already. So she's been like, oh, wow, reading it. Yeah. She got it in the airport hmm. on her way over there because she forgot to bring one. So she just snagged one. And then I guess it was a good one. Oh, cool. Or she's really bored. <laughs> one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think she would waste her time with a bad book. Probably Doesn't not. Doesn't seem like her. Yeah. Dude, so um, I'm shooting a wedding, not this weekend, but the next. Oh, yeah. In Bend, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's it's called La Loma Lodge, Mackenzie Bridge. It's like uh, hmm. outside of Bend. I'm not exactly Mackenzie exactly Bridge. Sure. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but um, the bride texted me today. She's like, "Hey, have you ever seen um, the perspective of a a GoPro strap to a liquor bottle or like any kind of a bottle?" I'm like, hmm. uh, no. So she sent me a video, and it's like of people drinking a Fireball, like a you know from this liquor bottle. Oh, like from, like as they're drinking, yeah, the they're GoPro's drinking, and, on they, the... and they pass it around in the wedding, and they're just drinking it, and the wet oh, the GoPro's, see. you know, taking that footage. Yeah, it's like oh, that's actually a really cool idea. Like make make <laughs> just a fun, to like throw in. Yeah, it'd be a fun perspective for a wedding video. She's like, I want to do it. Let's do it. Oh, nice. Like, oh, sweet. Okay, it'll be cool to see. Yeah, cool little perspective. I wouldn't know like where to put my eyes when I'm taking the drink and looking. At, like, do I look at the GoPro, or like down in the bottle, or close my eyes? Or be shifty-eyed? I don't know, <laughs> I just <man>. don't know. <laughs> be fun to watch with the, each different person. Yeah. But, so yeah, I have that wedding, and then I leave to Africa on the 6th after that. On the 6th. Then you're gone for 10 days? Um, I think it's about a week. Maybe maybe eight days. Okay. And I think last time we recorded the episode about Africa, I was going to um, Ghana and Morocco. Mm-hmm. That changed. And it was just Ghana, right? Ghana and then Ivory Coast, which is just the country west of Af- of Ghana. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so my... always hit up Morocco later. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fine. We'll be, there be there. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I'm flying from Medford to Seattle, Seattle to JFK, JFK to Accra, Ghana. Cool. And then on the way back, Ghana to Paris, Paris to Salt Lake City. Oh. Salt Lake City to <laughs> the French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see all your footage when you get back and just hear about how it was. That'll be a fun podcast. Thanks, man. Yeah, it'll be, dude, it's going to be a lot. We should not talk about it until the podcast. So okay. So you can just unleash everything. Okay, yeah. yeah. That'll be a lot of alone time, dude, on the plane. Yeah. Freak. Because I'm flying alone the whole way. Just take a couple Xanax. <laughs> take a couple Xanax. I think we talked about that the last podcast, too. I'm going to take some, um, oh, what's that? Mm, uh, what do you, the drug that you take melatonin oh melatonin. yeah well it's like a i guess it's maybe a drug i don't know uh, it's like a natural over-the-counter medication yeah it helps you sleep yeah i'm gonna take one of those probably so those melatonin levels up Mm-hmm. yeah that'd be nice those help me sleep so well and i've I never get, taken like, one. a really good like full night sleep with those yeah i've never taken one emily has some can I take she one? She lets me use them sometimes. <laughs> At night, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Canyons later. Nice wants to go over to Canyons. Oh, to Canyons House? Yeah. I thought you were talking about like a place. Can uh, I go to the Canyons? No. Canyons House. Cool. Our brother. That's good. He's working tonight, but he'll be back at like seven or so. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, Freak Man, do you think that's enough uh, podcast? I think it's good. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. I think so. I'm glad happy you, with it. Glad you had a good time on your trip. Oh, but I did want to say, I was going to say when you mentioned Morocco, uh-huh. that um, me and a couple of buddies who ride motorcycles, Z and Kai, yeah. we're talking about taking a trip sometime within the next year or two up to Morocco or over to Morocco, I guess. Oh, really? And doing, there's like a really awesome motorcycle loop tour over oh. there. Huh. So you can fly over there, rent motorcycles for like not crazy expensive and then just do, I think it's like a 500 mile loop or so. But it passes through like a beautiful coastline and it goes into like a bunch of ruins and oh, sweet. just a ton of history. I Dude, think I so want much to go. fun. I want to go. So, so hopefully bad. that works out. I don't know about Morocco, but I know that the American dollar goes really far in Ghana. Sweet. I'm not sure about Morocco though. Yeah, but if we're doing it then, I could, I mean, I've, I could start saving for it. Nice. And it'd probably be too much. I mean, it'd only be, it's only 500 miles and we'd probably just fly there. Maybe hang out for a day, do the mm-hmm. ride, and then maybe like a few more days just to like explore a little bit and then come back. Yeah, man. So it would just be like a week, maybe two. I would love that. I need to get a motorcycle's license. Yeah. I wonder if you need one over there in Morocco. Probably. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe if you're from the U.S., you probably have to have a, Yeah. you know. You might have to get some shots, dude. It's worth it. Worth it. I already got all those. Freaking sucks. That's cool. Now you can just go to Africa whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Nice man. Well I'd love That's to good. go through. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. She gotta learn how to ride motorcycles. Well, I know how. Oh cool. Have you ridden them on the street before? No, actually. I've never driven a, a street bike. <laughs> well then you gotta learn how. Well, I mean I've totally driven... different than like a dirt bike. Oh, is is it yeah well, the well, concept I... is pretty the same same, it's, isn't it? I mean like the shifting and everything is the same. Yeah. Okay. But just like the feel of it on a road is completely I only learned on the road first and then I tried to ride a dirt bike. Mm. And I was like, what the heck? Like, this is completely different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I learned just... in the sand on the dunes on a, on a dirt bike. That'd be fun. <laughs> I wonder how different that is. That probably just feels like so slippery. Yeah, really slippery and wobbly. But, yeah, with dirt bikes, like, the back is always just kind of slipping out. 
mm-hmm. but with street bikes i mean obviously that never happens unless you're a maniac yeah. so you just like learn how to just like lean with the bike and you're more one with the bike when on dirt biking it's kind of like you're flicking it around and using yeah. it yeah yeah true a little more so it's just a very different feel huh i've never never driven a street bike. i have ridden on one in the back oh yeah i feel like that's kind of learning you get to learn the turns and stuff <laughs> yeah i just kind of learn lean how that it. feels lean with but, it and rock with it yeah lean with it and rock with it yeah girl <laughs> rock with it all right dude well thanks for podcasting with me we need to um make these more consistent it's been I know, yeah. We almost forgot too, too big of a gap. There's just been stuff happening, you know. We almost forgot the name of our podcast. <laughs> I know. Clough so Chronicles. Clough Chronicles for the win. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to support this podcast, the easiest way is to subscribe or tell a friend or leave a rating on iTunes or just send us money. The link for that is in the show notes. Follow Ammon on Instagram at Ammon Clough. And Braden at Braden.pnw. PNW.